0: Hello everyone and welcome to the PJB Sports Pod. Um uh, I didn't practice my Italian before I got on this one. Uh, anyways. <clears throat> welcome. Ciao. Um arrivederci. I think that's one. Um 2022 Italian Grand Prix recap episode. Here we go. <laughs> i'm so sorry it's just a joke please don't get mad at me um the 2022 italian grand prix recap we're just gonna get straight into it now that i've completely butchered and probably offended a bunch of italian people we're gonna talk about the race anyways weekend warm-up here alex Albon was declared out for the weekend on a saturday morning due to appendicitis um nick devries would be set to fill in for Albon which seemed like a direct comparison for um, him versus Nicholas Latifi, which gets mentioned during qualifying that this weekend may determine Latifi's future within the team. It ended up being a pretty good um, job interview for Nick DeVries. We'll get to that in a little bit. Albon himself believes that he'll be back for the next Grand Prix. Yost Capito came on the pre-race broadcast and said he's not sure enough to say for sure when Albon will be returning to the seat. And holy engine penalties. Yuki Tsunoda had a driving-related 10-place grid drop plus a new power unit components. Lewis Hamilton, Carlos Sainz, and Kevin Magnussen, and Valtteri Bottas, and Mick Schumacher all had 15-place grid drops. Or, sorry, here. Lewis Hamilton, Carlos Sainz, back of the grid. Kevin Magnussen, Valtteri Bottas, and Mick Schumacher with 15-place grid drops. Sergio Perez with a 10-place grid drop. Esteban Ocon and Max Verstappen, each with 5-place grid drop. Um, all taking some sort of new engine component penalties. In Sonoda's case, the driving-related incidents, which I kind of hinted at last week due to his uh, built-up of reprimand, penalty points, stuff like that. After all of the penalties are enforced, the lineup would be Charles Leclerc on pole, George Russell on row one next to him, followed by the two McLarens of Lando Norris and Daniel Ricardo, um, Pierre Gasly. Fernando Alonso, Max Verstappen, Nick DeVries, Guanyu Zhou, Joe Guanyu, and Nicholas Latifi in P10, Carlos Sainz, and Lewis Hamilton would start P18 and P19, respectively. One minor note that I would like to add, the average speeder on the circuit in Q3 was 161 miles per hour on flying laps, which shows that Monza is truly the temple of speed. Now let's get into the Grand Prix recap. Excuse me. This was one of the more um, snooze-festy kind of Italian Grand Prix, but we're here to go over maybe uh, Charles Leclerc goes into turn one deep, forcing Russell through the escape road with the speed bump in the second half of the opening chicane, Um, Norris bogged down on the grid and his car hit anti-stall meaning he fell from p3 on the grid to p6 after the opening chicane his mclaren teammate daniel ricardo took over p3 before max verstappen would come past him on lap two um from the seventh starting place mind you max verstappen passed for p3 on lap two max verstappen would then overtake George Russell for P2 on lap 5 at the turn 1 chicane. Max was sitting between 2 and and 2.5 seconds behind Charles Leclerc while he was charging up his batteries to go for an attack on the Ferrari. After 5 laps, the top 10 in the race was Charles Leclerc, Max Verstappen, George Russell, Daniel Ricciardo, Pierre Gasly in P5, followed by Lando Norris, Fernando Alonso, Nick DeVries, Joe Guanyu, And Carlos Sainz in the points position. That's right, five laps. Carlos Sainz went from 18th to 10th. Um, Some other drivers down the grid with penalties. Um, We got Alcon in P13, Perez in P14, and Hamilton still in P18. Which once we get to the end of the race, you're going to realize five laps and only going up, actually going up one place in total. It's kind of really crazy to see where he finishes the race. Um, Sergio Perez is the first to pit on lap eight for the hard compound tires car smoking when he's leaving the pit box and the pit lane commentator says it smells like his brakes um sergio comes on the radio after leaving the pit lane and says i have flames on the right disc which you can see on the tv tv replay cameras <laughs> excuse me i'm so sorry um the team is telling him to move the brake by his back to see if that helps at all um, instead of having all the pressures up front, move it to the rear, which will make the car a little more slidey when on the brakes, but just to try to help um, cool down the front brake discs. Anyways, lap 10, we had the Charlotte Claire radio where the engineer said, if Verstappen goes plan C, we could do plan D. Happy with that? Which Leclerc replies, yes, I'm happy. Um, Ferrari... Ooh, alphabet soup, man. I say it almost every single race where they just have like it's never plan A or plan B that we're discussing. It's plan C or plan D and Charles of course just says, "Yeah, of course, that sounds great." Um and just goes along with whatever the team says. Um but they never seem to be on plan A or plan B. On uh, Same lap, lap 10, Vettel comes on the radio and says he's losing power after the TV crew shows that his engine is smoking through the Ascari chicane. He stops on track at the Marshalls post after the two Lesmos corners forcing a virtual safety car. Ten laps in, the order is Charles Leclerc, Max Verstappen, George Russell, Daniel Ricciardo, Pierre Gasly in P5 still, Lando Norris, Carlos signs up to P7, Fernando Alonso, Nick DeVries, and Joe Guan Yu in the points positions um drivers down the grid Esteban Ocon P12 uh Lewis Hamilton P13 and Sergio Perez P19 I almost just said Fernando Hamilton but I'm gonna blow past it finish what I was gonna say anyways Charles Leclerc pits under the VSC for a set of new medium tires as he gets released from the box the race goes back green meaning Leclerc fell back into the clutches of Daniel Ricciardo at the first chicane um the VSC was obviously still ongoing when he pit. That's why he came in to pit. Um, but as he's pulling out of his box, it turns green. Instead of gaining the full advantage of pitting under the safety car, which I think they said it was 7 to 8 seconds, he more got 3 or 4 seconds of an advantage as he was getting into his box is when the safety car started ending. And as he was released and going down the pit lane to the exit is when it completely ended. So he probably got about half of the advantage he was meant to get um leclerc then pulls out of drs range by the time the detection zone on the back straight hits um Sines then overtakes ricardo at the Ascari chicane the team ends up telling him um as in Charles Leclerc, that he came in six laps early for his tires around an extra 21 miles he has to go on the medium compound tires if they think they can make it to the end this is all i'm reading this kind of as i was thinking it at the time by the way not obviously looking at the end of the race a lot of this would be different but um lap 12 race control says kevin magnuson is under investigation for leaving the track and gaining an advantage on the opening lap of the race and he later receives a five second time penalty for this offense alarm bells on lap 16 for ferrari which is ironic um meaning it's for LeClaire. Leclerc engineer says do not short shift on the corner exit and Leclerc says guys I can't I can't make sure the engine is right the last sentence in that make sure the engine is right sets off the alarm bells that don't necessarily need to be there the short shifting problem is that it's um you know maybe on the gearbox um it's going to save fuel and should in theory maybe save some tires maybe not Maybe i been thinking a bit backwards. Short shifting should make it so it's a little more bogged down. Anyways, um, alarm bells ringing for Ferrari. Nick DeVries gets the black and white flag on lap 19 for track limits, which is, if you don't know, basically the don't do that or you'll be penalized if you do it again. Um, next, I'm just going to kind of go through rapid fire pit stops in the points-paying positions. Who pit when and what they got for tires. Um, Pierre Gasly pits lap 19 for hards. Ricardo lap 20 for hards. DeVries lap 20 for mediums. Alcon lap 20 for hards. Russell lap 24 for hards. And Verstappen lap 26 for medium compound tires. Charles Leclerc on lap 20 in the midst of all those pit stops. Um, his engineer says we're thinking plan C. Leclerc says you got cuppy. Um, Fernando Alonso on lap 24. <laughs> this, This... Oh man, this exchange killed me live. Fernando Alonso came on the radio and said, we have a problem with the deployment or is everything okay? And the engineer says, everything looks fine on our side. And Alonso says, wow. Um, This, the shades of the McLaren Honda days for me, um, when he said on the radio, um, at Spain, the engine is great, much slower than before or calling it a GP two engine. I just i love fernando alonso at least his commentary uh, his personality in the car is unrivaled to me um lap 25 carlos signs says to his engineer i want the softs they look really good let's keep going <clears throat> meaning he wanted to extend his opening stint on the mediums sorry um lewis hamilton overtakes fernando alonso for p6 on lap 27 into turn one with the aid of drs carlos signs pits on lap 31 for these soft compound tires and comes out behind Sergio Perez in P7, who pitted early for those hard tires to try to go to the end. On lap 32, the very next lap, um, Fernando Alonso retires from the race with a problem with the car being the call for him to stop. Um, he doesn't stop on track, he makes it to the pit lane. Turns out Fernando knows what he's talking about and he knows it earlier on than the team does. Um, he just knew it was going too slow for his liking the team just didn't want to admit that he was right apparently lap 33 ferrari says to leclerc that plan c is confirmed commentary is suspecting that that means he has a two-stop going back to the soft compound tires which he gets the call to do on the very same lap soft compound tires go on for lap 34 um sergio perez gets overtaken by his teammate carlos signs leclerc's teammate carlos signs on that same lap hamilton follows suit um, to leclerc pitting for the softs falling back to p12 but has the fastest and softest tires to attack the cars right ahead of him leclerc is behind verstappen on the fresh soft tires with a 20 second gap to the top step of the podium in between them mercedes and ferrari started the trend mclaren bringing in lando norris for a set of fresh soft tires um his was a scheduled stop however they found out later Um, Hamilton has a double overtake on Norris and Gasly through Curva Grande when Lando leaves the pit lane and holds up the AlphaTauri through the first chicane. Charles Leclerc launches in fastest laps on lap 38. He doesn't seem to be um, near enough to challenge for the lead. He came out 20 seconds behind Verstappen um, and even on lap 42 which was 8 laps later he's only made up 2 seconds to the Red Bull ahead. glance stroll retiring from the race on lap 41 he told cool the brakes and box we're going to retire the car which makes it a double dnf for aston martin sergio perez pits for fresh softs on lap 43 it seems like red bull knew that hamilton was catching and the hard tires were struggling to make it to the end of the race so why not box for the best tires available um, sergio comes out behind lando norris and lewis hamilton in p7 Daniel Ricciardo's engine decides it doesn't want to be in the race anymore on lap 47, retiring from the Grand Prix and forcing a full course safety car. George Russell gets into the pits literally as race control puts out the safety car call. Signs come in, comes in for the same right behind him, both going on to soft tires. Hamilton and Norris do the same behind them. And on the next lap, when they come around, Leclerc and Verstappen come in to do the same. Nick DeVries comes on the radio during the safety car, seeing his brake pedal has getting been getting long which seems to be a blessing in disguise for the Williams as his brakes now get the chance to cool down Um, on lap 50 we're still waiting for the actual safety car to come out onto the track and the marshals have given up trying to move the McLaren standing next to it and waiting for the cherry picker to come grab it Um, Ricardo's car had been stuck in gear meaning they couldn't just push it off the side of the road they had to wait for a tractor to come out and pick it up Um, this causing the virtual virtual full course safety car to be extended, even though we had waited three laps for it to even come out. Um, there were three laps remaining when the safety car finally came out and the race ended under the safety car still six laps. They couldn't get the McLaren off the road. No idea how that's possible. And if you've listened to anybody else talk, they need to look at the safety car procedures because there's no way it should have taken that long. And that race should have ended under green flag. So the result, Max Verstappen wins the Italian Grand Prix. Charles Leclerc, Charles Leclerc, sorry, and George Russell round out the podium. Rest of the points-paying positions, we had Carlos Sainz, Lewis Hamilton, Sergio Perez, P6, Lando Norris, P7, Pierre Gasly, P8, Nick DeVries coming on P9, and Joe Guanyu rounding out the points-paying positions in P10. Retiring from the race, we had Daniel Ricciardo, Lance Stroll, Fernando Alonso, and Sebastian Vettel. Some storylines entering the weekend the silly season drama continuing to go on nick devries threw a wrench in the plans of the williams team filling in for alex albon this weekend devries spent more laps in the points in this one race than nicholas latifi has all season and scored more points as well winning driver of the day and becoming the 78th driver to score points on his debut albon and devries ...have proven that the Williams cars can score points, maybe not regularly, but in most situations, and that Latifi is massively underperforming in that car. It looks Nail in coffin, Latifi is going to be out of Williams next season. Another rumor, if I have not mentioned it before, is that Daniel Ricciardo will be sitting out next season and try to return to Formula 1 in 2024. Rumors of Ricciardo... Taking the Mercedes reserve driver role, if DeVries gets his own seat, seemed to be building up as now it looks like DeVries may get a real shot at the Williams seat. If you haven't heard, there's the audio clip of Ricardo telling Sergio Perez um, he's going to take a year out in 23 and come back in 24. I don't think that works out for him if he completely leaves the sport. Other drivers have done it, like Fernando Alonso, but he continued racing IndyCar and, and Lama and other things to show he wasn't just taking time off and clearing his head he was actually still out racing because he loved doing it i think if ricardo leaves on this note it's going to be extremely hard for him to find a seat coming back at all i think this is basically it if he doesn't find a seat is what i'm trying to get at um last rumor that i've got it looks like colton Herta is set to become yuki Tsunoda's teammate at alpha Tower. Red Bull bringing Herta into the fold of the Red Bull Driver Academy, but the holdup is that Herta cur- currently doesn't have enough super license points to qualify for F1 eligibility. Should the FIA grant him eligibility, Herta would become the first American F1 driver since Alexander Rossi in 2015. He then left for IndyCard won the 2016 Indy 500 in his rookie season. With the Mercedes team drama coming in from Zandvoort, um lewis hamilton took a full new engine and started from the back of the grid so there's never any overlap with his teammate george russell um mercedes were also for sure off the pace this weekend so no drama unfolded for these silver arrows this weekend the race pace is still a strong suit for the car the car obviously becomes completely different animal when the lights go out on the grid regardless of how well practices and qualifying go for the team singapore next race up looks like the best chance for them to get a win this season Another storyline coming in, Ferrari and the Tefosi. Is there a much better fan base or crowd in sports, really? Always cheering when the Ferraris come on track, the Tefosi stormed the circuit after the race was over to celebrate Charles Leclerc's podium. The red flares littered the sky, and booze rained down on the podium anytime Max Verstappen was shown or mentioned, which had part to do with the end of the race, but you know for sure, everything going on, they weren't excited to see him up there Anyways. Last one coming into the weekend, um, Yuki Tsunoda had his suspected grid drop, and boy did he get it. 10-place grid penalty due to the accumulation of reprimands, as suspected, but it was pointed out that should he get more penalty points, he is in danger of receiving a full race ban. Anyways, after the penalties, he ended up starting plumb last and taking the fresh engine to boot. Storylines from this weekend, we got more new constructor drama, Audi is rumored to be buying the Sauber Group to have their own Formula One team. Um, if you don't know the Sauber Group off the top of your head, it would be the Alfa Romeo F1 team right now, owned by partially the Sauber Group. Um, this would at least make some sense as to why Audi released a livery concept when they announced their entrance to the sport. Um, it was kind of one of those weird things where they had a car ready with Audi livery all over it. But they weren't planning on having their own team just making the engines now it seems that makes more sense um andretti autosport in the u.s is still waiting to hear back on if they could buy their way into f1 by 2024 coming after their talks to buy sauber itself broke down they haven't heard anything back since then it seems like f1 just doesn't care about andretti whatsoever the other big constructor uh manufacturer to talk about porsche the red bull powertrains merger looks to be off Red Bull were put off by Porsche's insistence to have a stake in the team to join the sport. The initial rumor was that they wanted to purchase a 50% stake of Red Bull Technologies to mark their commitment to the team, but the team, however, seemed reluctant to give up the control and pull in the decision-making that would come from that sort of deal. Porsche now look set to miss out on Formula 1 completely for the new engine regulations in 2026. It took Audi about four months of feasibility testing and recruitment just to know how it would look to make engines uh porsche never seemed to want to make their own engine at all let alone the full team uh porsche only wanted to assist in the parts that red bull struggled with basically and slap their sticker on the side of the car to show that they were in the sport and not make their own as audi wants to have their own headquarters for it um their own team to work on the formula one engines all that kind of thing um Honda looks likely to return to the sport with Red Bull, so long as the Honda board approves that move. Contingents of Honda employees have been at various Formula 1 races this season, as well as at the factories for the Red Bull operations team in the UK. So, uh, another piece of Red Bull news. The possibility of them becoming double world champions. Mathematically, Max could win the driver's title next time out in Singapore, 116 points clear of Charlotte and P2. Red Bull Racing leads ferrari and the constructors by a whopping 139 points Uh, ferrari behind them is leading mercedes by only 35 points themselves the last little bit i have is new upgrades possible for singapore alpine is planning to bring a new floor for the marina bay street circuit one of the few teams that consistently brings upgrades to the floor of the car rather than the wings or the side pods Um, red bull were rumored to be bringing a lighter chassis to this race but christian horner all but squashed that rumor after the italian grand prix saying no upgrades like that were imminent we're going to go over my predictions for the race now um first prediction was red bull domination would happen again um verstappen never seemed to have this result in doubt although sergio perez didn't make it nearly as far up the grid as i had predicted he would exactly um p6 for Perez when Verstappen was faster than anyone else on track and one from P7 just shows that either Checo is struggling, Red Bull are developing the card just for Max, or Max is just levels on levels on levels above the rest of the competition, including his own teammate in the equal machinery. Next prediction I had was Alpha AlphaTauri to finish in the points, and Gasly got me P8, baby, yes! Thanks to all the grid penalties, Pierre started in the top six and stayed in the points all race long. Um... Next prediction, I said an Alpine driver would out a Mercedes, and this was a shocking loser for me. Um, they looked so good in Spa on a straight line. Alpine finished P10 and P11 outright in qualifying, only ahead of Lewis Hamilton after the engine penalties were applied. Fernando Alonso didn't get his final lap in Q3 done, but I don't think it would have made much of a difference with Esteban Ocon struggling so badly for pace and Alonso never really being above P7 or P8 at all throughout the qualifying session. My last prediction was at least th- three driver penalties, drivers to take engine penalties, excuse me, and I way underestimated that one. Nine drivers took some sort of penalties. I already alluded to them earlier, but if you want to hear it again, it was Yuki Tsunoda, Lewis Hamilton, Carlos Sainz, Kevin Magnuson, Daltteri Bottas, Mick Schumacher, Sergio Perez, Esteban Alcon, and Max Verstappen taking on some variation of engine penalty grid drops. Now we're going to go over my podium prediction. I said Verstappen would win Leclerc. P2 and Sergio Perez P3. That was two for three on this one. The actual result for Stappen, Leclerc and Russell. Max Verstappen got his very first podium at Monza and his 11th win of the season. The next closest win total person in Formula One this season is Charles Leclerc with three race victories. It's absolutely insane. Next up on the calendar, we have a mini season break for three weeks before heading to Singapore on October 2nd is the Singapore Grand Prix. So I will talk to you with my Singapore race um, preview. Talk to you guys later. Bye-bye.